Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere, hang on, hang on, hang on. Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, World's Finest number 156, cover date March 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artist Kurt Swan and George Klein, edited by Mort Weisinger, featuring The Federation of Bizarro Idiots, writer Edward Hamilton, art by Kurt Swan and George Klein, and The Puzzle of the Perilous Planetoid, written by Otto Binder, Art by Jim Mooney. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go, go! While Superman and Batman are in space on a secret mission, Bizarro creates a Bizarro Batman and travels to Earth. Superman and Batman return to Earth, but they are unable to convince the Bizarros to leave. The Bizarros break the Joker out of prison and assist him in robbing the guests at a charity ball. Superman and Batman finally conceive a plan to rid the Earth of the Bizarros. They fly to Bizarro World and begin repairing the imperfect buildings and streets. When Bizarro and Bizarro Batman learn of this, they return to Bizarro World to restore disorder. Meanwhile, in outer space, Tommy Tomorrow and his close friend, Brent Wood, ignore literally every rule of space exploration and find themselves inside a giant creature. Confused? Don't worry, here comes Dr. Husband to help me explain everything. Crime is just a game to a clown like the Joker. He plays it just the same as a game of crook and poker. But though he stacks the deck before the game begins, no matter how he tries, the Joker never wins. Cause the Joker gets drunk. Every trick of dirty double dealing. He is really slick at the art of card concealing. But every time he meets the Batman and his friend, no matter how he cheats, he loses in the end. Yes, the Joker gets drunk. The Joker gets drunk. He always gets dumped by the Batman. he uses, but he should realize, a joker always loses, cause when the chips are down, and all the bets are in, everybody knows, the bad guys never win, yes, the joker gets trumped, the joker gets trumped, he always gets trumped by the Batman.
He may think he's wise with all the tricks he uses, but he should realize a joker always loses. Cause when the chips are down and all the bets are in, everybody knows the bad guys never win. Yes, the joker gets drunk. The joker gets drunk. He always gets stumped by the Batman. The joker. Hey, when you hear the song I wrote? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, it's called World's Finest. Mm-hmm. Ready? I'm ready. World's finest, the finest team in the world. They fight crime, they don't need no girls. It's <laughs> Superman and Batman and sometimes Robin too. Jimmy Olsen! I bet you're gonna like the World's Finest crew. Mwah, mwah! <laughs> well, what do you think? Um, for I'm not, once, it's a complete song. Good for you. Thanks. Good, sure. Good, good for you. I'm not quite sure where the tonal center is of that, you know, but that's okay. Mm, mm, mm. Here's do, mm, okay. so me do, <laughs> so do. <laughs> hey, we're looking at world's finest comics today for the first time. Yes. Issue one fifty six, which is the first with the checkboard masthead. A.K.A. Go-Go Checks. World's Finest was a long-running anthology title at DC Comics. It started out featuring individual stories of Superman, Batman. Uh, who else was in it? Green Arrow, I think, was in for a while. Tommy Tomorrow, who we'll see today. Um, eventually, it became a team-up book featuring team-up stories of Batman and Superman. Oh, Okay. Because they're the best super friends in the whole world, as you probably know. We're the super friends. And look at this cover. It's gags galore. Oh, I... When the Joker joins the FBI. <laughs> Federation of Bizarro, Bizarro Idiots. Idiots. Yes. Interestingly, it is a rare cover of World's Finest, which does not feature Superman or Batman on the cover but rather their Bizarro duplicates. Yes. Now, you know about Bizarro World. I do. Haven't we seen Bizarro already somewhere? I want to say yes. I know that we did do the Bizarro pledge. There must have been a reason for it, because we must have encountered uh, uh, some sort of Superman comic or Batman Mm -hmm. Superman comic problem. Well, let's just review it right now. Repeat after me. I don't remember it. Repeat after me. Okay, all right. Us do opposite of all earthly things. Us do opposite of all earthly things. Us hate beauty. Us hate beauty. Us love ugliness. Us love ugliness. Is big crime to make anything perfect on Bizarro World. Is big crime to make anything perfect on Bizarro World. Yes. Bizarro, as he's known in this comic, they sometimes call him Bizarro Superman. Yes. Is an imperfect duplicate of Superman made of... Chalk or something. We don't, I don't know. know what his body he's composition is. He's unliving. He's unliving. It says in there. So maybe he's like it's a White Walker situation or a zombie something. I don't know. It's an entire planet. An a entire bizarro, planet. A so bizarre world. Here's what happened. Lex Luthor invented this ray, which created these imperfect duplicates of Superman. Uh, bizarro number one, who's the Bizarro we see here on the cover and in the comic. Uh, 
created his own planet. Used the same ray to create his own planet. Well, I don't know if he used the ray to create the planet. I think he just formed the planet out of space junk. Okay. And the people? And the people so he he's, then he's a created, used a ray to create uh, more and more duplicates I of see. Superman and of Lois Lane. He was so, lonely. He sure was. Yes. So for a long time, those were the only residents of Bizarro World were these multiple duplicates of Superman and Lois Lane. In this issue, he's going to branch out a little bit. I think there's also like Bizarro Jimmy Olsen and Crypto and, you know, all the gang. Well, you know when you've got the Bizarro characters in a comic book, you're going to be going along for a fun, loopy ride. Gags galore, Gags as the galore. cover promises. Yes. So we have on the cover Batman, Bizarro Batman and Bizarro Superman breaking the Joker out of jail. Joker saying that he's Bizarro too because he has a white face. He's not a, he's not a Bizarro. No. He's no. actually a lunatic. But as we know, these Bizarro characters are idiots, so they're pretty easy to fool. Um, I just want to say, I, I probably won't say this again, but I find Batman, Bizarro Batman's uh, floppy ears to be mm -hmm. absolutely adorable. I love them. <laughs> it's like a little puppy, isn't it? It is. It's wonderful. Yeah. So we go to the splash page. Splash page. Superman and Batman in one adventure together with Robin the Boy Wonder. And Jimmy Olsen! <laughs> uh, Bizarro Superman is ripping open a bank vault. Superman and Batman are entering the scene. What are you stupid Bizarros up to now, Superman says. Us doing our duty as lawmen, Superman. Me am opening vault so Joker can rob it while Bizarro Batman stand guard. Me carry gun because you don't, Batman. Me let you have it. So is that a water gun or milk coming out of the gun? Well, I, it's probably heavy whipping cream. Well, whatever it is. It's, it's got a consistency that, 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 that makes Batman exclaim out loud, Blurb. Blub. A blub. Blub. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's heavy whipping cream. <laughs> Look out, Earth. Bizarro is back. That kooky, imperfect double of Superman who, like the original, is faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive. And speaking of locomotives... Nice. Where do you learn the wacky reason the idiot of steel <laughs> creates a Bizarro <laughs> Batman and the Daffy Duo runs amok on our world? In the Federation of Bizarro so Idiots. idiots. <laughs> now, it seems to Idiot me... Idiot of Steel, I love that. <laughs> as Bizarro developed, he then became... Um, he had, like, opposite powers, like freeze breath. Mm. No, that's what Superman has. He had, like, heat breath and freeze vision. I, yeah. You don't care about that. No, no, you're saying... But, I mean, I... I, I my only exposure to Bizarro um, anything... Was uh, through the Super Friends cartoon, right? You know, and I think that uh, I remember seeing like a Bizarro Wonder Woman and a Bizarro sure, sure. Batman, and yeah. Um, I will also mention that originally Bizarro's S symbol on his chest was not backwards as it was on Super Friends and in this comic, it was the same as Superman's, and he wore a giant medallion around his neck that said Bizarro Number One. Oh, so that's how you knew he, he had was. some bling. Yep, he sure did. Did, it, did it, Was the front of his costume open, like, down to his navel so he could no, show his, no. his bizarro chest hair? Unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know if he has chest hair because it's um, chalk. Well, he, we, don't know made of, we don't know what he's made of, really. No, it's no. probably... Uh, I'm just going to say chalk. Okay. 
One day, at a secret U.S. airfield, Superman and Batman prepare to leave Earth. Good idea. Take the two most famous superheroes in all the world and send, send them, them away off planet. Well, they do leave planet once in a while. But who are they going to leave in charge? <laughs> Another great idea. Robin and Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen. Olsen. Uh, ace reporter and kid in bikini pants. <laughs> now, they're just fresh off their adventure from joining the motorcycle gang. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Jimmy Olsen had joined the right, motorcycle right, right. gang. Well, right? Robin was undercover as right. Chip. That's, oh, that's true. I, yes. Yes. So, so uh, they, they just came off this adventure from, from infiltrating a teenage motorcycle gang. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. they're going to be left to protect the world. Good, good. Good yeah. idea. Nothing wrong with that, folks. <laughs> now, why are Superman and Batman leaving Earth, you might ask? <laughs> well, they're taking all the Earth's gold <laughs> off planet. <laughs> Another great idea. Because they've built a Fort Knox in space. Yeah. Uh, well, it's due to the advances in criminal science. Fort Knox in space. They're worried. Many UN countries fear for their gold depositories. But uh, don't worry. All the gold will be off planet and Jimmy Olsen and Robin will be in charge. It's okay. And and it will all be safely held off planet. Mm -hmm. Nothing can happen with the gold there. No. But one unauthorized person does know about this mission. Bizarro. Because he has... Alexophone. Alexophone. It doesn't actually have the... Approved Lex Luthor initials. Oh, we can assume that that's what it is. But it is a device that can see across interstellar space in real time. Say, Bob. Yeah. What I wouldn't give for a Lexaphone. Are you kidding me? I would never leave the house. You could see anything, anywhere, at any time. And you can also see back in time. Yeah, so you you could see anything, anywhere, any time, at any time. I mean, imagine how cool it would be like... Oh, Saturday morning. Well, I, got, I don't have to be anywhere today. I think I'll just go watch the dinosaurs. Yeah. You know, or, you or know, like... I wonder what's I going on in the, Paris right mm-hmm. now, you know? Watch the premiere of Romeo and Juliet live on stage. First yeah. performance. Yeah, because you don't need to actually have a receiving unit. It's just like... it For some no, the technology... No, you of, just need the monitor and you just... And your a, imagination. I guess it's a dial thing. You just turn the dial and it's sixteen seventeen. Yeah. Let's... Romania. What would you? I'd like to. I would love to go back and watch the building of the pyramids. Sure. You know. Well, of course. Or or ancient battles. Egyptologists won't tell you this, but the pyramids were built using mammoths as labor. Woolly mammoths. Oh, were they? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've seen that in a movie. So. Oh. It's true. Okay. Okay. So back to this. Yeah. Uh, on Bizarro World. Now apparently. This ray that creates bizarros does not have to actually come in contact physically with, with the with organic matter. The subject, yes. No, just just a. He's a, firing it at the lexophone monitor mm-hmm. and creating Bizarro Batman. Yeah. I should also mention that eventually they would call Bizarro Batman Batzaro. That's a great. That's a, that's a much preferred name. Yeah, I'm think sorry, I didn't think of it myself. Batzaro. Yeah. Uh, and so oh, Bizarro God, doesn't he look adorable? Bizarre Batman. He looks like. Should if I we worry had... about your fascination? Here? No, it looks like if we had, you know, our dear departed Beagle Fred. Yes. If we had dressed up Fred as Batman for Halloween, uh-huh. that's how he would look. Except without the chalky white skin. But you know, it's just like it just looks so silly. <laughs> it's the ears, right? And the tattered cape. 
So bizarros, as we know, hate anything perfect, and their cities are wildly imperfect. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks kind of like Dr. Seuss. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 There's all kinds of wacky things. Lamp posts are all bent kookity. So bizarro Superman has a plan to attack Earth. Yes. As soon as bizarro Batman takes a nap, they will be ready to go. I love that picture of bizarro batman said right uh he says so bizarro superman says so that my so that my plan bizarro batman but us got to start at once and he says you're right us must hurry so me take nap yawn <laughs> so they zoom across space jimmy olsen and robin still just hanging out the at space base I guess there's no crime to take care of. They're just hanging out at NASA. Um, Now, interestingly, you saw somewhere where it said they were unliving. The Bizarros were unliving. Yes. Where did I see that? Oh, here. Non-living, imperfect double of Superman. Where, where, where? Bottom of page two. Okay. So if they're non-living, would indicate they probably don't have to eat or breathe. Uh, Okay, yes, you're finding a flaw. Go ahead. So here is... Bizarro Superman and Bizarro Batman flying down to Earth, and Bizarro Batman is, has a space helmet on his head. To protect him from the vacuum of space. Yeah, but if he doesn't have to breathe, well, what's the difference? You're a little too old to be fooled by this, aren't you? <laughs> a little too clever. I guess so. Yeah. Caught me again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was thinking about this Jimmy Olsen and Robin just sitting there at the same place they said goodbye to Batman and Superman. And I'm wondering, what, have they just been standing there the whole time? Did they did they go get a coffee or a hot dog? Did they... Did they or did this you know happen? what they got? What? Space dots. Oh, yes. Dippin' dots. Isn't Dippin' that what dots, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's what they eat in space. Dippin' dots? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's so convenient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're down at the bottom of the page so, three. Yeah, the danger here is that Bizarro Superman and Bizarro Batman share all the memories of the real Superman and Batman. Mm-hmm. So they know their secret identities. Mm-hmm. So that's always a threat with Bizarro. He's always popping into town and dressing up as Clark Bizarro Kent. Clark Kent. Yes. And then, of course, everyone would realize that Clark Kent is Superman. Yes. Um, so Jimmy Olsen and Robin split up. They decide to follow... The Bizarros. They're basically going to babysit them. Right, right, right. Because the Bizarros don't come to destroy uh, no, the planet. They're coming they're to take over. To, imps. To, to, because Superman and Batman have gone away. They said, well, let's go to Earth. Uh-huh. And, and what is their, their, their plan? Um, my, uh, his absolutely worthless idea. Me use imperfect duplicator ray to create Bizarro Batman. This idea is so great, it should win me booby prize, right? And the idea... Um, is that, um, where is it, where is it, so he doesn't really say what his plans are. Right, they're just kind of, they're just gonna go, slipping into place and taking the place of Superman and Batman. Yeah, actually, sort of like, oh, they're gone, so we better go and stand in for them and do what they would do, Mm -hmm. right? I like that Robin is letting Bizarro Batman drive the Batmobile. I guess Robin's too young to drive. Well, they're babysitters. I have no idea. Um, I would have. Robin had that cool cycle. He had a motorcycle, yeah. 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 Um, Batman. (laughs) He would have had Bizarro Batman ride bitch in the back of the motorcycle. Or he could have followed him. Right, right, right. Yeah. 
So the police, they're out on patrol. Oh, now. that's the thing, by the way, writing bitch. I know. Yeah, okay. I'm just not comfortable with that language. <laughs> You're right. I haven't said that word in a long time. I know. Yeah. Um, the police are chasing some thieves down the street. Bizarro Batman's got everything under control. Mm-hmm. He's going to stop the police. Because yeah. he'd do everything backwards. He'd do everything backwards. He am horrible. Uh, he throws cigar ashes out of his pocket of my useless, ut- my useless, my useless belt. My useless belt. This is my favorite part. The gimmicks in the useless belt. Oh, you're in the next page? Old cigarette butts. <laughs> used chewing gum. Uh-huh. Used bottle caps. Mm-hmm. Cigar ashes. And old rusty nails. Yeah. Yeah, those are not bad crime fighting. Well, he uses the rusty nails later on. Not fighting crime with them, but they come in handy. He certainly does utilize those out of in the belt. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Bizarro Batman says, uh, "Batcave am too secret to find." So us use old empty office building belonging to Bruce Wayne for a new base. Yes. Well, here's the other problem. First of all, that Bruce Wayne is a slumlord. We're discovering now. Because he owns this old, decrepit, boarded-up building. You never know what he wants to. Maybe he has plans for it in the future. Uh, Bizarro Batman has drawn a giant arrow and bat symbols all over the building so that everyone knows that's To Batman's base, Batman base, headquarters of Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's calling it the Bat Tower. It's mm-hmm. only four stories. but so should call it Bat Slum. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh... The danger, of course, now is everyone knows that this building is owned by Bruce Wayne, and now it's the headquarters of Batman. So, meanwhile, in Metropolis, Jimmy Olsen's got a nightmare of his own. He sure does. Superman, Bizarro Superman, has been doing some building. Yes, Fortress of Solitude am too secret. Now it's called Fortress of Crowds. crowds. Come one, come all. Everyone has always wanted to see Superman's hidden base, and now he's brought it here and invited us to come. Come on, let's go. So walk in, there's a room full of... Well, this is... All these signs are terribly, humorously, elaborately misspelled. Yeah. But we have uh, secret weapons. Take one. (laughs) Take one. It's in... Let's call this Little Rascal's font. Yes. And spelling. And the items are very much as if they were assembled by the Little Rascals. A lot of, yeah. Things held together with duct tape. Those? and Those aren't MacGuffins, are they? I don't know. Uh, uh, Rube Goldberg device. That's what I'm trying to look for. Gold, Rube Goldberg devices are things like, you know, game mousetrap? Yes. When you have this elaborate built thing just uh-huh. to do a single something. Right, right. I'm not using my words very good today. It's okay. I got the idea. Um, there's a laboratory where Bizarro Am do great unsuccessful experiments. Mm-hmm. Um, now that him secrets am safe. <laughs> Don't you love his language? <laughs> where everybody am get at them. Him go do great exploits. Jimmy also goes, no, wait! <laughs> so I'm next- going to get in trouble for this. <laughs> oh. Don't worry, Superman, I'll take care of Earth while you're gone. <laughs> Now, Stop, Bizarro Superman! Jimmy's got it a little rougher than Robin, because at least Robin can keep up with Bizarro Batman. Right, Jimmy has Jimmy. to follow a man that can fly yeah. and has super speed and all sorts of problems. So Bizarro Superman takes over, he gathers up a great big can of trash mm-hmm. and starts dumping it all over the public parks. 
He says that the feats of Bizarro Superman are astounding indeed. Jimmy says, he's gathered tons of garbage and it's pouring into the park. Stop, you pea-brain nimcompoop. Uh, Bizarro Superman has blocked all the streets of the city with sandbags so that no traffic, all traffic comes to a standstill. Yeah. Um, now he's going to change to his other identity mm-hmm. of Bizarro Clark, Clark Kent. Kent. Luckily, he's disheveled, so nobody actually His glasses realizes. are broken. <laughs> the lenses on his glasses are cracked. Nobody realizes that it's Ashley Clark Kent. Anyway, meanwhile, Superman and Batman have completed the interstellar Fort Knox. Yes. Where national gold depositories... Of... What? Yes, national depositories of gold will be absolutely safe. Brainiac himself couldn't crack the safe. Now we can go back to Earth. Well, how about you stop by the planet Venus and get that train car full of international policemen on your way back? I think you're just going to have to let that go. We have to assume I, that those that those listen, policemen are still I are, are, am, we're, we're returned. I am pro police. Yes, and I'm we both are worried about those fellows being crushed to death on the surface of the planet. Venus. I don't. If, if no one took them back, right, they're dead. Right, listeners, we're harking back to episode one. You can go back and listen if you haven't heard it already. <laughs> Tell all your friends. <laughs> Um, My language was decidedly much uh, much racier than right. Yes. So Superman and Batman return to Earth and see that the Bizarro's are. They find Jimmy Olsen at, at a lighthouse, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bizarro's pa- blackout painting the lighthouse, making it a dark house. <laughs> Good one. Part two. Yep. I was an idiot for the FBI. <laughs> As the maniac of steel. Well, he's gone from a idiot idiot to a maniac. Yeah. Good job. He took the lighthouse and painted the entire thing black. Um, Batman's on the radio to Robin. Finds out that Bizarro Batman is running amok in mm. Gotham City. They get the Bizarros together, Superman and Batman, to try to reason with them. And I'm assuming that they don't just put them in a cage because they're really equally matched in their in their... Strength and powers yeah. and cunning. Certainly so, Bizarro Superman is as strong as real Superman. And Bizarro Batman possesses both the strength and all the, the knowledge of tricks and such with, yeah. with the regular Batman. So. Now, there is something that can defeat Bizarro. Blue kryptonite. Okay. Only Do we know that yet? I don't know. I think so. Okay. Um, now, I don't know if it would affect Bizarro Batman... Or not. I just know that it affects all Bizarro Superman. Okay. Will be killed by Bizarro Kryptonite. And again, if they're not living in the first place, how are they going to be killed? Well, yeah. Unmade, so, perhaps. Right. Yeah. We have a flashback here to uh, the Joker, because Superman and Batman have brought the Bizarros to their trophy hall which contains mementos of the more than 1,000 cases on which Superman and Batman have collaborated. 1,000 cases. That would be about three years' worth of one case a day. Yeah? I'm not sure that math checks out. Well, let it go. Come on. What? I mean, how long have they been working together? We don't know. Well, what year is this? 1966? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been working together since about 1940. They could have 50. solved a thousand cases. I think was their first team up. Yeah. Do they have to have a trophy for every case they solve? Because that's 
if they had been working together for 16 years, they would be old men over by now. Okay. I don't know what to say. You know, maybe they get a trophy when they predict the weather correctly. Like maybe participation, the, yeah, participation? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Why can't I say that word? Participation. Participation trophy. Um, flashing back to their showing a flower of the Jokers, which instead of water, it squirted laughing gas. So we have a little flashback panel there of the Joker. I was thinking that, you know, uh, in that little flashback panel where, where Superman is inhaling the laughing gas from the room, mm -hmm. I was thinking how funny it would be if he expelled it out the window by laughing hysterically. They missed an opportunity to do Well, it doesn't affect him. Oh, I guess it doesn't. You're right. It doesn't really affect him. Um, Batman has a portrait of the Joker. We've seen that before, haven't we? That full-length portrait mm -hmm. in the Batcave. That mm -hmm. was from the future. Mm -hmm. um, but this is just a headshot. Notice the train. Wait, or are you supposed to notice that? Uh, at the bottom of page nine. Right. Lower left-hand panel. Mm -hmm. Is that the train of, of the... Um, the treasure train uh, case. The treasure train case is that the is that the oh where the international policemen are trapped? Yes, could uh, be. I don't know. I just I remembered that when I was reading it. I thought, oh, I wonder if this is about those policemen. Well, Batman wasn't in on policeman. that case, so <laughs> I said policemen. Oh, he wasn't. No. Oh, okay. Um, Joker, I'm very handsome. Him got white face like us. Yeah, he's a little law baby. Yes, him's <laughs> is. Ah. Uh. Bizarros are talking baby talk, aren't they? They are. Us can't stand to hear you brag about rotten deeds you've done. <laughs> right? Us will undo all the work and win thanks of everybody on Earth. That's funny. I don't. I can't think of a recent case when a public official has tried to undo all the work of his predecessor. No, That's no, that sounds great fiction. Sure is. It never would have happened here. Um, the Bizarros are taking off. Superman runs outside, grabs Bizarro Superman, and throws him into space. <laughs> Goodbye! <laughs> <laughs> but an instant later, Bizarro returns with an asteroid or something that he's grabbed to drop a boulder onto Superman and Batman. Of course, that doesn't hurt Superman. It just smashes to bits. Right. And they fly off. Superman's staying behind to untangle the traffic jam that Bizarro caused. Batman and Robin take off in the Batmobile. Which is going to be hard to keep up with them. But... Yes, because they're flying at super speed. But... Yeah. Did they not have the Batjet at this point? I'm sure they did, but I'm sure the Batmobile was right there. Okay. I mean, the Batjet, they'd have to go back S to the cave, start it's it It's a lot of work. Right, right, so, right. the next panel, the next page, we have them flying, Bizarro Superman and Bizarro Batman fly into the state prison, which you know is a state prison <laughs> from the small handmade white sign that right. says... State, State prison, prison and no fence around the prison. Not it's at just all. a building with a hand lettered sign. Yeah. No actual roads or sidewalks leading up to it either. Yeah, I guess the guards just live there. But a beautiful lawn. Yeah. Stately, it's like those really. cathedrals in England where the lawn goes right up to the edge of the building. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps they converted one of those cathedrals into a state prison and put a sign out front. State right. prison. It's not even lettered correctly. I mean, it's not even lettered evenly. Now, these are the days when Joker was just kept in regular prison, not in Arkham Asylum for the Criminally Insane, uh -huh. which is where he would be kept now, okay. because we have discovered, in fact, that he is criminally insane okay. and a mass murderer. These days, he's just doing funny jokes and tricks. Stealing jewelry and mm -hmm. stuff, yeah. Uh, they break Joker out of jail. 
using a corkscrew from Batman's useless belt. Well, first, you know, at first Bizarro Superman is opening up the, the, the bars, but and he says, easiest way to free Joker from cell to bend bars. And then Bizarro Batman says, right, so it must be wrong way. Me got a better plan. <laughs> he's See, all in on this doing opposite of earthly things. He, yeah, well, he's new to life. Right. Life with air quotes, actually, I should say. <sighs> Joker's free. They fly off with him. With Batman holding on to Superman's <laughs> leg. Well, why not? Yeah. Somebody's got to hold the Joker. I um, love this next page. Love it. So, where? When they're in the Bat Tower? Yeah, when they're in the Bat Tower and they they, they uh, pin a little uh, uh, pin on, uh, they put a pin on uh, Joker and it says, you are now part of the Federation of Bizarro Idiots, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then because they're in a Bat Room or a Bat Tower, they decide that they have to all be upside down. Right. Right. Which is a gag Joker's used before. He loves it. They all put suction cups on their feet. Well, not Bizarro Superman, because he can just fly up there. Yeah. And uh, they also (laughs) are sitting upside down at a table, so they're belted into their chairs Mm -hmm. with their suction cup feet. That's fine. It's a lot of work to go to, It's a lot of work, and I don't think it would be comfortable for Joker and Bizarro Batman, because all the blood would rush to their head. Right. Well, well, Joker. Joker, yeah, we don't know what, what's inside of Bizarro Batman. So Maybe heavy whipping cream. <laughs> <laughs> they decide they're going to rob the charity ball to relieve the women of their sickening junk. Which he happens to have a photograph of right there at the table. Right, right. Right. Well, so I'm wondering if Lexaphone kind of has like a Snagit extension where you can just take a screenshot and then print it out. So you could look in on the charity ball and take a picture. Yeah. How can... Diamonds and jewels, how can them stand such repulsive stuff? The bazaars are kind-hearted, actually. They're going to relieve these ladies of their ugly... And, and, and they're, not, they're not saying, let's, let's steal the jewels and, and be rich. No, they're no, they're no. just trying to relieve the women of these horrible trinkets. Mm-hmm. Well, Joker's using them. Yes, he, for of his course, own. yes, yes. He's very clever. I really like this this panel of Joker coming in on the skateboard. On the skateboard. Isn't that nice? That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, did you see that thing on Facebook where uh, a dog was chasing down a skateboarder and barking and barking as if to attack? Uh-huh. But it's, the dog just likes skateboards. So after the guy got off, the dog got on the skateboard and started skateboarding. No. It's adorable. Oh, I'll have to look at that. Skateboarding dog. Google okay. it. Of course, Bruce Wayne's at the charity ball. And look who else. Vicky Vale. She looks like she's about 87. She's not. She never was very attractive. Now, Vicky Vale was created in the 50s as sort of a Lois Lane analog. She uh-huh. was a news photographer mm-hmm. who was always trying to uh, prove that Bruce Wayne was Batman. She, before this point, had disappeared for a few years. Because mm-hmm. in the meantime, Batman got Batwoman. Who was his love interest? Um, Vicky Vale kind of disappeared, and she really wasn't used after this point until Kim Basinger played her in the Batman movie in nineteen eighty nine. I see. Was it nineteen eighty nine? I don't know. I'm just gonna say that. Sure. It seems like a good year. It was. <laughs> in nineteen eighty nine, it that's was a I, very good year. That's the year I graduated from high school. Yeah, rub it in. Wow. Hello. <laughs> so you graduated just four years before I did. Uh-huh. 
Big deal. I was very advanced for my age. Mm. It was a very good year for Kim Basinger to play Vicky Vale in the Batman film. The Batman film. Directed by Tim Burton. Which was pretty good. Starring Michael Keaton. Unfortunately. What? No, he was actually a really good Batman. Yeah, Much better was. than that Val Kilmer. Oh, Val Kilmer. Don't get me started on him. Mm. And not to mention George Clooney. I thought George Clooney was an excellent Bruce Wayne. Yes. But not such a great Batman. No, who was the one who did the uh, voice for Batman? Uh, did they all do Christian it? Christian Bale. Oh, he was a great Batman. Yeah, I didn't like the voice, though. No, but I liked the character. Um, Who was the Batgirl? Alicia... <laughs> What? <laughs> Alicia Silverstone? Yes. Oh my god, I just, she had a lisp. I'm that girl. I'm that girl. I can't do a lisp with the <laughs> I word I forgot Batgirl. about her until you said did? That. Yes. That was the, wasn't it that wasn't the one Chris, with Mr. Freeze? Chris, someone was Bat, was Chris Bat, O'Donnell. Was, Chris O'Donnell Robin. Was, was Robin. And wasn't that with the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze? Everybody cool out. Yeah, yeah, I think it was, we had all those archetypes. And uh, Uma Thurman. Poison Ivy. She was great in that role. Yes. Yeah. I'm getting confused because I can't remember which one had Mr. Freeze and then which one had um, I'm sure Jones our listeners and... will send corrective uh, text They sure will, and guess what? What? They can send an email to us now. Really? Yes. Just send your questions and comments to gogo at gogocheckpod.com. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've Listen, been busy. Listen, I have been very busy. I'm setting it all up. We're going to be... Media darlings, in no time. <laughs> so let's get back to this. So here comes Joker in on a skateboard. Okay. To steal all the diamonds. I like the cut of his jib. <laughs> this skateboard is a handy contraption that makes it easy for me to collect treats in record time. Neat panel there, a little passing of time mm-hmm. there. You see little snapshots. Uh, and here comes Bizarro Batman and Superman. <laughs> Handing out... From trash cans. Replacement. Because, I mean, they're really saying, you know, you shouldn't be wearing these trinkets. Let me give you something better. Right, right, right. Yeah. Some garbage. Yeah. Um, like alarm clocks. Look at this. Bizarro Batman has a <sighs> banana peel in his useless belt. I love that, that the real Batman tripped on a banana peel at that angle. That if, Well, he would break something, really, falling. Yeah, anything, his kneecap, I would think. Yeah. Or ankle. Yeah. Um... They have made their own bat jalopy, <laughs> which they us is this, this they am escaping in. It's like something from nineteen thirty something. Like, like I'll get a little rascals, like the little yeah. rascals built a car <laughs> with a bat symbol. On it. So, um, super what? Uh, they got us escape in bat jalopy me made. So they go to the Bat Tower, where, of course, the Joker's just going, What are you doing? I, you, why are you taking us to the Bat Tower? That's the first place they're going to think to look. Of course, that's why. Naturally. That am the whole idea of having right. a hideout that everyone can find. A little twist of plot here with on the Joker. Now, I love this panel of Superman busting through the wall. Because mm-hmm. it looks... he, It's not a busting pose. It literally looks like he just poked his finger and the wall exploded. Oh, and here he steps in. Well, it could be that. Who made the, the, the building? Bizarro Batman. Well, I don't know who made it because it's owned by Bruce Wayne. It's a slum building owned by Bruce Wayne. Yeah, who knows? A tenement. Mm-hmm. So here's a twist. 
Bizarro Batman and Bizarro Superman are going to turn the Joker over to Batman and Superman. Why? Because he ham, hammed helped them. <laughs> where? What? 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 Where are you? At the bottom of page 14. <laughs> him only done good deeds, so us reward him by returning him to prison. Those bizarros. Well, just when you think you have their logic figured mm -hmm. out, well, they throw in a little curveball, don't they? That's uh, what Joker gets for trying to use these poor, unliving creatures. Yeah, yeah. What's more, they're going to give the jewels to Superman. Yeah, Superman. Here am jewels him kindly took from stupid people. You get rid of them for us. Us can't stand to look at them. Nice. Oh, so Superman's going to return the jewels to the robbery victims. Yeah. Next page. A little later, Robin's on the trail of Bizarro Batman and Superman. Now, apparently, <laughs> they've left Robin just to follow around Bizarro Batman and Bizarro Superman. He's their minder. Well, what? Bizarro Superman has superpowers. What's Robin gonna do? Okay, so in in the if we're just following along the story, Bizarro Batman and Bizarro Superman just gave over the Joker to Bizarro right. to to real Batman and real right. Superman. They have to take him back to jail. So apparently they're occupied with taking him back to jail, and they're and they've said to Robin, follow these guys around, just keep an eye on them. I mean, I'm assuming that's what's well, happened. Well. Right. Or, or it could be that you know we there's something else that happened that Batman and Superman are having to go out and take care of because they're basically one step behind the Bizarro's duplicates of themselves, fixing all the things that they're that they're um, destroying. Okay. Right. Right. I, I mean, I just don't like the idea of just sending a kid as their babysitter. Uh, Robin it, it could return the jewels. He could, yes. Robin, I don't know that Robin could have taken the Joker to jail. No, but Batman could, and Superman could follow the guy with superpowers. Well, they needed to fill up a few more pages. I guess. What page is it? 15? Jesus, how long is this story? I don't know. Now, this isn't one of those Friday afternoon 4.30 things. This is no. like Thursday afternoon. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. realizing that he has to come back to work tomorrow, the artist. Yep. And he's going, God, I'm not going to fill up this story. Well, let's see. Kurt Swan, by the way, classic Superman artist. Yeah. I actually really like this art. I do too. Yeah. It's a little like in the busting through the wall. It can get a little static sometimes, but sure. exquisitely drawn. So let's move on to the next page. We're, we're laboring this. Um, so, uh, is that right? We're laboring this? We're belaboring, we're belaboring this. I don't know why I said laboring. Us am Us belaboring. Us belaboring this. So it am terrific day. Yes. So... Um, we're here, and Bizarro Superman is, uh, destroying train tracks. He said, no. Superman and Batman showed us trophy of how them once prevented bullion bandits from wrecking gold train. Now us make sure next gold train do wreck, like trains always do on Bizarro World. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to have to go back and fix the yep, train Superman tracks. Superman right behind, fixing the train tracks. Robin in the Bat Jalopy with Bizarro Batman. I'm stuck uh, on why I said labor instead of be labored. Well, I don't know. Maybe you're losing your mind. Oh, could I be? No. Oh. Bizarre Batman yes? is throwing rusty nails on the streets of town. Oh, to make a car wreck. Because there's been a car trailing them. It's a newspaper reporter. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm only a newspaper reporter. I figured you'd be good for a story. 
<laughs> him not work for Daily Planet, so us give him scoop. Again, what a fiction to think that a public official would choose one news organization over another that to give stories to. That would never happen. No, crazy. That's no. how we know it's a bizarro story. Of course. Uh, um, yes, Mimi, no. So he's so then uh, Bizarro Batman, Batman. decides to unmask. Yeah, here's for, your scoop. Yeah, the, look yeah. at my real face. Well, it doesn't look anything like the real Bruce Wayne. The reporter no. doesn't recognize him. As a matter of fact, he looks like a twin to Bizarro Superman. Um, so Robin has been radioed a plan. The plan is Superman and Batman are going to head towards Bizarro World. And fix everything. Don't you love how in this picture of Superman flying Batman mm -hmm. with uh, a glass hood over him so that he, mm -hmm. he can breathe in space, he's wrapped lovingly <laughs> in Superman's cape. Right. <laughs> well, Superman's cape, as you know, will protect Batman from the ravages of space. Yeah. I do notice one unusual thing. What? If you look at the S emblem on the cape, uh -huh. it's backwards. It's actually Bizarro's cape that Superman has. How? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Really? I have an eye for this sort of thing. Yeah, look. Are you sure? Yeah, look. Because if you look at the forward symbol, it's that. You're right. It is backward. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Wow. But Bizarro's wearing his cape. Right. That's the funny thing about it. Mm. And Superman... Well, okay, so I wanted to pick. Uh, to, I wanted to point out another inconsistency yeah. um, in the panel right below that, mm -hmm. uh, and maybe it's because Bizarro World was originally populated by um, just Bizarro Supermans and Bizarro um, Lois Lanes. Uh -huh. When uh, b uh, the real Batman and Superman go to writing the world, mm -hmm. uh, a, a Bizarro World, like fixing up the um, straightening the streets and fixing up the buildings, there is a Bizarro Superman. With his hands to his head in shocked, aghast disbelief. Right. At what they're doing. Right. But Bizarro Superman is on the planet Earth right now. Oh, no, no, no. So, originally, Bizarro World was populated. So, Bizarro duplicated himself. Okay. So, there's a whole population of Bizarro Superman. It's just that he's Bizarro number one. Okay, so that's like Bizarro number 23. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. We yeah, just yeah. don't know. Okay. Right. All right. There's also here Bizarro Jimmy Olsen and a Bizarro Perry White. Do the other Bizarro Supermen um, possess powers as well? Yes. So why aren't they doing anything about this? That's a good question. Maybe why why so place this Bizarro Superman right here and have him do nothing? Well... Maybe they have to wait for orders from Bizarro number one? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, like I said to you before, I guess we just sort of don't question it and move on, huh? Right. There's a Bizarro Lois there with a hat. I see her. Uh, she looks like a scarecrow. Well, they all kind of look like scarecrows. Also a Bizarro... Clark Kent. Clark Kent. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a series of stories of the Bizarro world. I might dig some of those up to see how the society operated because mm. it had to have uh you know there had to be some kind of division of labor some kind it can't be just anarchy well they all dress up they in... love us 
them do opposite of all earthly things, so maybe it is anarchy. Oh. One of my very favorite stories was when I was growing up. There was a library book called Superman from the 30s to the 70s, mm-hmm. and it had a story where they created a bizarro Supergirl, and also uh, there was a bizarro couple who had a baby, and the baby looked like a normal human. So they abandoned it and sent it to Earth. And then Supergirl was babysitting, and then somehow the baby turned into a Bizarro, because I guess that's the normal course of events for Bizarro babies. And then they created Bizarro Supergirl, who tried to kidnap the baby. And then Bizarro Supergirl was killed by Blue Kryptonite. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. She was killed? Killed. Wow. Of course, if she was unliving. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyway, that's a great story. <laughs> Moving on. So we're in this we're in this scenario where Batman and Superman are writing the world of Bizarro. Yep. Uh, and then they uh, well, interesting. Superman takes lumps of precious, beautiful coal and shapes them into hideous diamonds, mm-hmm. and they place them on the buildings. Of course, um, Robin is in the uh, Bat headquarters. Right. The Bat Tower, back right. on Earth, right. with Bizarro Superman and Bizarro Batman, uh-huh. watching on the Lexaphone, uh-huh. the Lexaphone monitor, watching what's happening on Bizarro World. And Superman, Bizarro Superman and Bizarro Batman are just beside, beside themselves. themselves. They have got to go back to their home planet and stop them from doing this, from destroying their planet. But first, <laughs> they're going to get their revenge with a hand-lettered placard that says, Superman am Clark Kent... Batman and Bruce Wayne. This is weird. Okay, yeah. so Robin says, you can't do that. Wait. He says. Then he says, they got away from me, and they'll let the whole world in on these secrets. I'm an A1 flop. Right? Mm-hmm. So, it's, I guess that, you know, Robin saw them with this, with this sign, mm-hmm. and boom, they're gone. Yeah. Right? So, Robin couldn't grab it. Right. We don't know what they're doing, but the next panel we have, Bizarro Superman and Bizarro Batman back on there on Bizarro World, uh-huh. and they're hurling Superman and Batman into space. Right. Right? So, it, I, I mean, I just, I, I thought it was highly implausible that Robin would have let them get away with a sign. <laughs> really? I mean, although we know what happens. We're 17 pages in, and it's the first time you're finding something highly implausible? I mean, I, mean, I, I just... <laughs> I'd reached the level of... of saturation of the, point. Yeah, yeah, saturation point of ridiculousness by this point. Yeah. So Superman and Batman have been hurled off Bizarro World. Bizarro says, Us stay here on guard forever to stop you if you try such a dreadful thing again. That's exactly what Superman wanted, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Keep them on Bizarro World. So Superman and Batman return to Earth. Robin gives them the terrible news that uh, the placard with their secret identities has been placed somewhere and he doesn't know where well now he does because he finds it superman uses his x-ray vision finds a recently dug tunnel Mm -hmm. down to the center of the earth where the bizarros have hidden the sign where it can never be found to make sure everyone saw the secret sign those idiots buried it deep inside the earth (laughs) ha ha And Batman says, that's just what they would do. To demonstrate their hate for us, those pathetic pinheads left this souvenir. The ray machine that created Bizarro Batman. Yeah. 
kids. Uh, so look, we have a uh, final panel on the Bizarro World, a parade, again, in a jalopy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you notice the front driver's side wheel? Yes. It's is, actually a roller skate. That's excellent. Isn't that fantastic? Just bad Oh. Just bad. It's a just a terrible cafe. Cafe, C A F A Y. Yeah. And then stale Brad, stale bread. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Brad? Brad. Um. Brad. So yeah, here we have Bizarro, Jimmy Olsen, Bizarro, Superman, mm -hmm. a Bizarro, Superboy, mm -hmm. Bizarro, Perry White, Bizarro, Lois Lane, Bizarro, Clark Kent, another Bizarro, Superman. So that answers my question earlier about the super, the, the Bizarro Superman's noted uh, standing there observing all of these things that, mm -hmm, that Superman mm -hmm. and Batman are doing in the bizarre world not doing anything they're just many many Superman there bizarre Superman the bizarro citizens are throwing garbage at our heroes tomatoes old fish and they're booing yeah so all ends well on bizarro world because bizarro Superman is saying what an honor for us this parade am them throwing bricks garbage and spoiled fish at us me feel overcome and listen to wonderful booing them give us this am greatest day of our lives. Do you suppose that's how the dogs talk to each other? Um, I think dogs would have a little better diction. Not so? diction. Grammar. 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 Because you, what is wrong with our words today? I, am we on Bizarro World? I, we might have gotten a little too much sleep. Really? I don't know. It's such a I thing possible. <laughs> so I need to take a break. Okay. And we'll come back to uh, Tommy tomorrow. Yep. Yep. Now, your very own exciting ant farm, as seen on TV. An ant's entire world, complete with stock of live ants. What is an ant farm? The ant farm is a clear, unbreakable plastic escape-proof case measuring 6 inches by 9 inches containing farm buildings, a windmill, silo, trees, and barnyard, complete with soil, sandbar, and a stand. The ants work down into the soil and use the sandbar for building their hills. The farm is so constructed that the ants are visible from every angle, both above ground and underground. Fascinating! A living TV screen. The ants put on a quiet but exciting show that will keep you fascinated for hours. Educational! An education in nature study as well as work and patience. World's tiniest engineers! Ants are actually the world's tiniest construction engineers. They perform feats of stamina that if they were to be duplicated by humans, it would take millions of dollars and hundreds of thousands of tons of equipment just to perform the same job that one tiny ant can do. What's more, the ants seem to have a special sense for construction which has actually been studied by human engineers. Discover how ants live, work, play. Only $2.98. Order now. Tommy tomorrow. Where is he going? He's a planeteer. He's going somewhere. Probably to a planet. We're just singing in motives. And he has a close male friend. <laughs> okay, you just do it one more time. Tommy tomorrow Where is he going? Out to a planet What sort of planet? A different planet With his very close male friend Brent Wood <laughs> I like that one. It was good. Tommy tomorrow. Longtime readers of Action Comics will remember Tommy tomorrow, whose adventures ran in that magazine for many years. 11 years, to be precise. Okay. Long-running feature in Action Comics. And then he moved over to World's Finest Comics for a couple of years. 
and now he's back in this Editor's Round Table reprint. Uh, the Puzzle of the Perilous Planetoid. Yes, this is the story that the editors selected as the best Tommy Tomorrow story. So, I don't know how that ran for 11 years. That's okay. But the future is exciting. Now, more evidence that hipsters have inherited the Earth. Because Here we go. We have one human disc jockey. At the Universal Interplanetary Network. Yes, spinning vinyl records mm -hmm. across the entire universe. Yep. So there's one radio station for the entire universe. The disc jockey's name is the Space Sandman. This is a Space Sandman <laughs> spinning sleepy time platters guaranteed to cure insomnia. Well, listen, hipsters, it's not the same time everywhere in the universe. <laughs> so some people will not be going to sleep. Also, there's people on night shift. They don't want to go to sleep. They're flying spaceships. Next. <laughs> the Milky Way Lullaby. Do you remember um, when they changed uh, Space Mountain? Yeah. When it used to be, uh, it was always the same for many, many years. Yeah. I grew up in Florida, so we used to go to, to Disney World quite often. Yeah, and, and it was then... like a Logan's Run Yes, situation. it was. I mean, they took themselves very seriously. Yep, this, yep, is, yep. this is how the future is going to look. And then I don't remember. Sometime in the '90s, perhaps mm -hmm. they went through a complete remodeling, and yep. it became a very tongue-in-cheek sort of looking back into the future of the future that was. Right, right, right. Kind of, uh, and that was so clever. I, I actually love it. that genre. I don't know what we call it, but yeah, I actually do love this story. We're in the year 2058. That we could possibly still be alive. God willing. To see this. If I'm living in 2058, I hope I can still walk and I'm still strong. Well, if we don't die in the robot uprising led by the metal men. We can be thankful for one thing. We can look forward to one thing. What's that? One what, what, thing. What, what, what? Pneumatic mail tubes crisscrossing the city? No email. Yes. No email because the hipsters will remake the world in their own image. Thank you, young people. Now, can we talk about the Space Sandman, though? Because I'm not sure that's such a good idea. Let's talk about the Space Sandman. Um, he's got vinyl records which are being shot with a laser beam. That's okay. That's kind of like yeah. A, yeah. But he's also got a ceiling mic hanging down in front of his face. Mm-hmm. Because when they actually drew this comic, that was the technology at the time. Um, I love this building. The Universal Interplanetary Network. Network is two words. Mm. So maybe it is a like a streaming internet situation? They don't... Okay. So Let's just like pretend net, that they know what the internet a is. A net. A network. A cozy place... I'm singing the Milky Way lullaby. A cozy place in the hush of space... Filled with dreams. Okay. Um, aboard the spaceship. <laughs> piloted, piloted by, by Colonel Tommy Tomorrow and his buddy, Captain Brent, Brent Wood. Wood. <laughs> is, is Colonel Outrank a captain? Uh, yes. Okay. So, Brent Wood is his, uh, what Sub do you call it? Subordinate. subordinate. Brent Wood has a thin mustache mm -hmm. Tommy Tomorrow is strapping blonde mm -hmm. it reminds me of Cary Grant and Randolph Scott oh mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. google it listeners 
you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I like the arrows and uh, leading you. Leading the eye, yes. Yeah. Um, Can I just say something? Yeah. I knew exactly what this thing was yeah. right away. Um, well, because we've seen this trope played out in the intervening years. And I wonder if that was the idea. If this was, you know, if this sort of thing had happened uh-huh. in comics before, which which made George Lucas incorporate that into his story. Could be, could be. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Tommy and Brent have landed on the surface of a planetoid. Mm-hmm. They are snapping pictures of the surface. With their space camera. With their space camera. Because if, if, if nothing else, call something space hyphen something else, mm-hmm. and that will tell us that it's from the future. Or Sudden- that we're looking at some sort of advanced technology. I like this. Suddenly, Brent exclaims, Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh, why did the ground start shaking just as you snapped the picture? Well, apparently... The uh, camera is filled with radioactive waste because it's the radium rays that the camera sprays out (laughs) to make pictures more vivid. (laughs) Is this like when you used to get your foot x-rayed at the shoe store? (gasps) Didn't that use radium? I I don't know anything about that. How could I have not known about that? Tell me. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Yes, tell me. You had to go to the shoe store and they had this... Some kind of radioactive machine that you would stick your foot in for a precise measurement, and it would glow green. Uh huh. And then you get your precise foot measurement, and then you could buy the shoes. And they stopped doing it because it did actually have radioactive material in there that would. I'm sure it was radium. I'm, wow. I'll Google that. Later. I remember my grandmother taking me down to the Lazarus downtown to get <laughs> buy shoes, and you have to stick your foot in the machine. Oh my God! You don't remember that? Uh, I never had that. Oh my god! Not oh my gosh! No, I do remember going to um, get my shoes from a Hush Puppy store one time when I was a mm-hmm. child. They actually had; they used to have their own stores. Oh sure, yeah. They used to have Buster Brown stores too. Tom McCann, Tom McCann shoes—is that right? Uh, is maybe? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. No, I don't think I ever had my foot scanned by a box. Well, which reminds me of another. Uh, story that I really like, but the book that I like, where you place your hand inside the box. Um, What's that? It's from Dune. Oh yes, yes, you do like that story. I, I like. I'm sorry, but I love that movie. Okay, it's yeah, fine. I, I know you're not crazy about the movie. He is the What is it? The Quisatzatadak. For behold, he is the Quisatzatadak. It's a whole messiah story. Yeah. <laughs> well, back to Brent Wood. Oh my gosh! Look, Tommy. Three. I think that's. I think that's how Brent Wood talks. Oh my gosh! <clears throat> no, 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 no. So who's the captain? Tommy tomorrow. Tommy, yeah, he doesn't. Tommy he would, tomorrow. He would not talk like that. No, but Brent no, but, Wood. Brent, oh my yeah. gosh! Did the I ground think, start shaking? Just I, as you snap the picture. I think Brent Wood grew up in Pittsburgh or Chicago or someplace like that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Three guy. Gigantic glass domes. What's inside them? They're filled with milky fluid. (laughs) Okay. It's filled with the milky fluid. It was built by civilized beings as a storage tank. Tommy? Right. But if this planetoid is inhabited, where are the people? We haven't haven't seen a soul. No. Odd. Very odd. I say, this is queer. (laughs) 
There's a brief eruption of those twin volcanoes every five minutes. Is that how Tommy talks? No. No. Um, but I can't remember the guy's name from Immortal Man. That's how he talks. Oh, oh yeah. All I can think of is Uncle Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> All these tangents. Okay. So, more picture taking. Snap, snap, snap. Radium, radium, radium. Ground shakes, thump, thump, thump. Twin volcanoes that erupt every five minutes, just like Old Faithful, that geyser on Earth. Which we've seen. We've seen, and so has Tommy Tomorrow, apparently. Then they come across a rhythmic beating sound, like a powerful dynamo buried (laughs) in the ground. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh, Tommy, a giant horn with a hole leading underground. (laughs) A giant hole, a a pointed pole, as tall as as a skyscraper. And a cave with gums and teeth. What? Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the closer we get into this uh, planetoid, right. and, and the more organic it becomes, the more mammalian features we start to see, mm-hmm, I start mm-hmm, to go, oh, mm-hmm. come on. Uh, Tommy and Brent, oh my gosh, <laughs> giant ivory stalagmites leading into a cave. Well, it's clearly teeth with gums. Yes. But maybe they're radium has that's affected kind of their how Cap, eyesight. That's kind of how Captain Butler's teeth look like when we brush them at night. Yep. They're pretty big. They're pretty, exactly that big. He has huge teeth. Um, they walk into the cave, which has a uvula at the back of it. Uh, oh my gosh, Tommy. This all seems strangely familiar somehow, as if I had seen it somewhere, but I can't place it. Well, let me open up my camera and use some, and, and uh, take a picture with radium. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Snap. Suffering Saturn, Tommy. <laughs> Suffering Saturn, that's a good one. That is nice. This time, the ground tremor from the radium ray is worse. Wait, if this is a cave, how could the rocky walls bend without cracking? It makes <gasps> me think of something twitching. Great moons. Awesome panel shot of the wide-eyed uh-huh, realization. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, oh my gosh, Tommy. <laughs> you mean a bigger earthquake is coming? Where are you? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm right there. Right after the giant eyeballs. Can you guess what Tommy means, reader? Yes. Mm, Yes, we know. We got it. Um, The radium ray caused tickling, resulting in a sneeze. Sneeze? Sneeze? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Tommy, do you mean... (laughs) You don't mean... I'm putting Brentwood in my Seven Soldiers of Victimhood. Okay. (laughs) I'll tell you more about that later, readers. So Uh, here we go. Ye- yes, Brent, it's a giant fire-breathing beast. Uncurling itself, we awakened it from sleep. It was hibernating in space. It's- and they, and they oh, just so the readers know, they uh, or the, the listeners know, they, they, they were able to uh, keep from being expelled with a sneeze by using their ropes to grab onto the teeth while, um, while the creature right. sneezed. So, it was, I guess, curled into a ball. It was hibernating or something. Yes, so it was I hibernating back, in space. I want to go back to the panel where the pointed pole is tall as a skyscraper right next to, to the ear. The hole leading underground. Yeah. But if we flash forward here, the giant pole as tall as a skyscraper is its tail. Yeah, but it could have been curled into a ball. But still. Yeah. I I'm mean, tempted to think that, that they were looking into its butthole <laughs> when they were exploring the... Well, I have to tell you that... Um, as soon as I saw the giant creature, the, the fire-breathing beast, um, uh, uncurled and flying through space, the very next thing I did was I went back 
to the very first start, top of the story uh-huh. to see what it looked like from outer space when they took their first snapshot of it with the space camera. The first snapshot, it looks like Prody 2. Just a blob uh, of Yeah, just a blob of curled, you know, curled up blob in space. And I, because I wanted to see all the different shots, I just wanted to see you know, they're giving us this this idea of its anatomy. Mm-hmm. So I went back in to, to, the, to the comic just to see, okay, well, what does it really look like? Trying to piece it together and to see if they if they made a mistake in in the sort of perspective drawings that they did and they did indeed this this i mean that that must be either its butthole or the thing has <laughs> somehow curled its tail up around its ear which you know the dogs do when they when they curl into a ball yeah. to sleep they, their tail goes up by their ears i just want to comment about how satisfying it is to say the word butthole <laughs> isn't that a great word well you'd you'd certainly think so around this house because we certainly call call cat and butthole a cat and butler butthole yes. all the time Oh my gosh, Tommy! It's the alien's butthole. <laughs> um, so the glass domes were its three eyes. Yes. Twin volcanoes were its nostrils. The dynamo, its thumping heart. The pole, its tail tip, and the stalagmites and cave, its teeth and mouth. They return to their spaceship to find that it's been smashed by the earthquake. No. Yeah. What's more. The beast, because it's fire breather, is going towards lives the inside sun. the sun. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't check out very well. But it kind of looks like a griffin, doesn't it? Which it is does the look like a griffin, winged yeah. lion of myth. It's just some sort of mythical beast here, but I don't understand how it expels fire from its from its mouth into the vacuum of space. Well, um, or how it, it appears to have all features of an organic living, even mammalian. Mm-hmm. Um, or a reptile, you know, mm-hmm. actually. Maybe it's like a platypus. It's all of those things. And how it lives together. in space. I have no idea. Well, I'm more concerned with the fact that in a world where the lexophone has existed in the past, we now have only a space walkie-talkie for Brent to contact the authorities for rescue. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but he has to change the channel between broadcasting and receiving. SOS calling rescue ship. Now I'll tune in for the answer. <laughs> <laughs> click, click. Like when we used to have to change channels on the televisions when we were children. We talked about this before. Uh-huh. How, how we had I had a remote control. Yeah, that was actually a, um, that was so actually was your room. own body that you had to stand. No, up no, no. We could over. sit across the room, but but the the, the, the dial would turn and it would go click, click, uh-huh. click, click. Yeah. Now, bad news for Brent. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> the space disc jockey is jamming our wavelength. Softly croon under the Martian moon. Mars, <laughs> Ash- Mars actually has two moons. I, just to say. I love that we're, we're, you and I are, are improvising the tunes and trying to, to delete each other to <laughs> the tune unsuccessfully. Okay, so Tommy. Tommy seizes the instrument. He seizes the walkie-talkie and... Yep. Throws it down into, into the, the butthole. butthole. It's actually the, <laughs> it's his ear. the ear. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, Tommy, we'll burn up in the sun. It's the end of all space trails for us. <laughs> Gulp. <laughs> um, wait, though. The creature stopped flying towards the sun and is curling back up into a ball. What happened? 
the radio with the Space Sandman crooning about the Martian moon. Put the creature to sleep. Uh-huh. Whew. Oh my gosh, Tommy. The beast is sound asleep again. What luck. Luck nothing. I sent it to Dreamland myself. I purposely threw my walkie-talkie radio set into that giant horn, which was the monster's ear. The space sandman put it to sleep with some of his lullaby music. Rock-a-bye spaceman in the spaceship. <laughs> the last panel is the space disc jockey puzzlingly receiving a signed headshot of Tommy Tomorrow and Brentwood who have taken publicity photos together. So it's just like Randolph Scott and Cary Grant. Uh-huh. From your greatest fans... Tommy Tomorrow and Brentwood. And he's staring at us and the panicle out of the panel quizzically. Death, a lot like Darren from Bewitched. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That was a great story. That was a great story. That's all I have for this week. Next week. Yes. A return to the supernatural. Oh. With the Spectre. The Spectre. Uh-huh. The Spectre. Spectre. Not Sphincter. Spectre. Spectre. Yes. Oh my gosh. What? The Spectre. He's a he, ghost. He is a ghost. Um, anything to add? Um, do you have a new website, Bob? Uh, the website's not ready yet, but you can go ahead and email me at gogo at gogochuckpod.com. We have been traveling uh, a, a bit. We've had a big family reunion. Yes. And, I mean, just to sort of share some personal information. And we'll be moving our headquarters here soon. Yes, the headquarters Aren't is we? moving. And then we'll have a quiet recording studio. Yes, Climate we will. controlled. In, in the bonus room. I'm really looking forward to that. Yes. So, so hopefully, we'll still keep our recording on schedule. Not um, hopefully. We will. Don't okay. worry about that. Yeah, just, we'll, we'll, we'll be. And then we're talking about possibly resuming the occasional cooking series. Huh. Yes. Yes. If you don't know about that, listener, Doctor Bob's I'll let Kitchen. you know when that comes up. Yeah. Um, you can check us out on social media at Gogo Check Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email at gogo at gogocheckpod.com. And a uh, website will be coming soon where you can see all the pictures of all the panels we reference in each episode. That's all for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.